several of the pastors um, in this area, like Dave Steele, uh, Doug, well, I, I guess it was before Doug Cunningham come, Dave Steele, Bob Gillespie, who was the executive director, excuse me, the executive presbyter, um, George McLeod, James Noel, but it was really George McLeod, my good friend, who I had gone to seminary with, that we had done lots of work together, um, that George and I talked, and I met with his session to talk about doing ministry with the lesbian gay community in Redwoods Presbytery. I was from that presbytery. Um, we had looked at San Francisco, but because San Francisco Presbytery is so conservative, it seemed that the best place to start a ministry would be in this area. So George McLeod met with me. It was wonderful. I met with James Noel from St. Andrew because of the tremendous support there. Um, began to talk with Dave Steele, and I remember being on a, on George McLeod's houseboat and a group of us meeting together talking about ministry. The whole time I was doing all this wonderful, oh, I just loved being at MCC San Francisco and being with lesbian, gay, bisexual people, and it's also when AIDS began to hit, and I had a hospital chaplain that I worked with, and we talked about Shanti and the Shanti Project, beginning to get care for our people. It was then, too, that young men began to come in and talk with me and show me um, purple on their, on their uh, legs and so on. Of course, that was Kaposi sarcoma. So AIDS hit our community, and it was, we didn't know what it was, we didn't know what had happened, but we knew it was terrible. And so all that was going on as well. Um, it was through that staff. Uh, well, in any case, um, so in the meantime, there were groups meeting here to talk about how could we create a ministry. And they began, they wrote a grant to Women's Opportunity Giving. And to do that grant, um, you had to presented, of course, to go for national funding, you had to take it through the presbytery. The first time we tried to take it through the presbytery, we lost by two votes. The second time, Dave Steele and George and others met and talked with people, and um, I think it was by um, January of uh, 1992, that um, at the San Anselmo Presbytery meeting, it was in San Anselmo, first press San Anselmo, that they said yes to a ministry happening. Um, there were several people who said they wanted me to do that ministry. I was very active in the uh, at MCC and wondered, you know, I didn't know about that. So they they wrote for the grant and got permission to write for the grant, and we got a grant of fifteen thousand dollars from Women's Opportunity Giving. They had, uh, a board had been created, Doug Haneke had come on board by then, and um, so Peggy uh, Austin, a whole group of straight people as well as, as some lesbian gay people came together and said, who were very active in PLGC and said, let's create a board, and so they said they would do a search. Um, in the meantime, I had to, uh, they, they, they prayed and thought and said to me, Janie, will you come and be a part of this uh, and, and really come and be the executive director. And I had to really pray and think then, again, to be curriculum for the Presbyterian Church. Would I be? And, and was it really something that I was hearing from God? And that theme has gone all the way through my life. And I remember going to First Pres San Rafael 
uh, praying and saying, God, you know I love doing what I'm doing in MCC. And and uh, remember opening my hands the way Wanda had taught me to pray and um, felt light and so on and felt this tremendous thing. And I said, all right, God, this one's for you. And I think um, you know then what happened uh, was a huge outpouring uh, of the community here. We had our first uh, board meeting, Jim and Jackie Spar were our co-moderators. We had representatives from several churches um, who sent representatives for the board. And we created the Ministry of Light. Uh, but it was a whole ton of people working with me and uh, to begin it. And we began it together. Uh, and it was really because of all the work that was done when we did the study in 1976 to 1978 in Redwoods Presbytery. So there were good heterosexual allies, and so it was it was well done by Presbyterians. And it was really those first four years that we um, had to find a place. There were several people who said, oh, Janie, we'd love to have you at our church for an office, but because you're, it's those people. And I'd say, well, I'm those people, but it was really our first office um, we had in August, um, I guess it was, uh, yes, uh, I had looked, I had started in November of 1982. Uh, I had finished at uh, MCC San Francisco, and you should know that they had this incredible goodbye for me and my family. My little boys had learned so much being there, um, and uh, uh, also this woman and her children, and we had had a wonderful experience there, and it was uh, there uh, in November of that year that they said goodbye to me and put their hands on me and made me a missionary to the mainline denominations. And I, I have never forgotten that wonderful time. And it was there that I was wonderful friends with Connie and Diane, Connie Staff, who is now my partner, um, and uh, many, many friends there that I carried with me. Um, Connie and I became very close, really, after I left. Um, uh, although we were close there, we became very, very dear friends. Um, Lorna was very closeted, and uh, it was becoming more and more difficult for me in the relationship. She was closeted. I was open. Well, a lot of things were playing in, uh, too, as far as our children. And um, I can... Um, well... In August of 1983, we moved, uh, oh, in May of 1983, I was installed at St. Andrew Presbyterian Church in Marin City. Um, and ha we had a wonderful installation with George McLaren and James Noel preached. And, um, you know, Dave Steele, everybody was involved, Doug Haneke. It was an amazing experience. And the community came out in hundreds, both lesbian and gay people. And I had the choir from MCC San Francisco, and we had a fabulous celebration was there too that many African-American people became involved with us, so it was really a, a widening of who we are. And um, in August of 1983, I was invited to have an office space in um, Westminster Presbyterian Church in Tiburon. It was from there that we began out of that church. I met with parents. We began parent, uh, parents and friends of lesbians engaged chapter out of there. We began our um, lesbian gay youth group, now lesbian gay bisexual youth group called Rainbow Zen. We began the lesbian gay parents group. We began more and more education in churches 
and synagogues and so on. We began um, out of there. Uh, we had Shanti come in and do training. We began out of that Marin AIDS project, it was called, uh, uh, Marin AIDS Support Network, we had named it, and several clergy and people came together, and lesbian gay people. AIDS had hit our community. We began support, spiritual support, physical support, emotional support, everything, and began a whole program of ministry, huge program with people with HIV and AIDS, and began the community to come together um, and start this, and then spun Marine AIDS Project off. It it was an, an electric time for our community. Our round table, we had lesbian gay people coming together. A community was being formed um, as never before. And uh, Ministry of Light had everything to do that do with that. In our um, in the meantime, uh, I was active in the presbytery was invited to be on the Candidates Committee and had several candidates under care. I uh, open lesbian. I had served on the Board of Trustees for five years. Uh, I think people were very upset, of course, that I was an open lesbian. Um, and then um, um, we began to broaden the board because they were, we were so much more than Presbyterian, so um, we created a whole model, uh, uh, an inclusive board model, and did visioning, got a nominating committee, and from the old board, we created, uh, we thanked one another, and we spun into a whole new organization um, in which we were interfaith, as well as those people who were secular. We had therapists, we had attorneys. We, we began to look at skills. What skills do we need on the board? And also, uh, Dave Martin came to work with me in 1984 and 85. It began Marine AIDS uh, AIDS Interfaith Network um, uh, that was, uh, we called it AIM, AIDS Interfaith uh, of Marin, and um, so began to get lots of clergy involved in all this, these projects. Um, we began a lesbian gay parent family camp, which had over 100 of us go away, lesbian gay parents group and our kids group. It just mushroomed. Uh, we had programs throughout the community. Um, it's been an amazing process to watch that. With that, of course, I was active in Presbytery, like I said, on the Candidates Committee, and, and also uh, the Justice for Women Committee. Just being there reported a lot on Ministry of Light, was asked to report. Uh, we gave reports annually to the Presbytery. So to keep all of that together, uh, and it was really in uh, and, oh, I attended every General Assembly and had a booth there, General Assembly, uh, about Ministry of Light, um, and so remained active as an open lesbian uh, and, and was not challenged um, all those years of doing ministry and specialized ministry, buried many people with HIV and AIDS, did lots of training. We started Presbyterian AIDS Network at the General Assembly level. Um, so... Um, it was really in 19, and oh, became one of the co-moderators, uh, 1981 or 82, of Presbyterians for Lesbian Gay Concerns nationally, uh, worked with, of course, PLGC here in the area. It was um, a huge effort in which we were doing education across the country, becoming uh, a more solid organization. 
because um, they had started in 1974. So, again, very active in the denomination. Uh, spoke at their luncheon. Uh, Chris Glasser and I spoke at a luncheon and then spoke again um, as a lesbian evangelist two years ago. Um, so, very active and somehow integrating um, as an open lesbian, my Presbyterian self and was called on to speak and to preach um, more, not so much in Presbyterian churches, although, of course, there were some more light churches, and we helped churches become more light and spoke in those and then spoke in MCCs around the Bay Area. Um, but it was, I think, at a general assembly in 1989 that a person said to me, why don't you write your, your dossier and let the church love you back? And it was really in... Um, Hearing that, that I wrote my dossier, I wrote about my uh, partner Connie, and it was really from 1985 onward that, um, I mean, my kids were wonderful, my boys, uh, Jim and I, I did Jim's wedding. Um, it was really in 1985 that uh, Lorna and I had separated, and um, Connie and I had been such good friends, and it was so sweet, my kids said to me, you know, well, when are you going to wake up, Mom? And and see that this is the person for you. And Connie and I, um, it was so easy to fall in love with her. We were such wonderful friends and partners. Um, we visioned together. Connie really helped me from helped me do the ministry of light. I mean, she was essentially, um, I saw her for several years as dear, dear friends. Uh, we were, um, had an amazing relationship as friends and she was so much a support to me beginning Ministry of Light even though I was partnered with a woman this woman was closeted and so really couldn't help me in the way that out people could and Connie was one of those out people in MCC she helped start AIDS Interfaith in San Francisco so um, was it such a surprise then that Connie and I got together it was not a surprise to anyone it has been the easiest, most loving relationship. Um, my children love her. My uh, Jim and Jackie love her. My mother and dad love her and adore her. My twin sister, Joni, and her husband were family. Um, and they're very proud of who she is with me. Um, um, so integrating all that together uh, was something. And it was really, um, I think that on the, it was... When I began to, uh, I had, I think, in, in the summer of um, 1989 or 90, I think it was, when I had gone to a family camp, uh, and we had over 100 lesbian, gay, bisexual parents and their kids, and had such a great time and laughed and, and played and swam together and played softball and tennis and had a wonderful family camp and a talent show and all this kind of thing. And I thought to myself, oh, God, this is going so well. Um, we've got, created tremendous community. We had begun, Connie and I here done, we had done, begun parades here. We had for several years begun a national coming out day celebration in the community, had given awards to people in the community. We had done all this stuff. And it was like, God, this is going so well. The organization uh, began to have a name change. Uh, I think it was in 1990 and 1991 in which we... Um, changed our name to Spectrum Center for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual Concerns. Our board had become more multicultural. Uh, the vision was so much more 
then it was way beyond the church. It was community we had been invited to help write the United Way, um, sensitivity training and curriculum, uh, Ministry of Light, then soon to become Spectrum, had been the hiring agent for two people to begin to write that training. Uh, it was, uh, we, we became involved in that and helped the Speakers Bureau. We had a Speakers Bureau here. Um, we had, an, we had an, in 1985, had invited a person to be a director of development. AIDS, uh, our AIDS interfaith of Marin had become a national model for the Presbyterian Church. Dave Barton had become their director. We worked side by side. Um, he, we were given a $100,000 grant from the National Church uh, for our work and to become the suburban model. We had also received, uh, from 1984 to 1989, a mission development grant from the, from the National Church. We were becoming very well known. Our, our budget uh, had gone from 15000 1991, I think, to $350,000. We had like um, eight or nine staff. Uh, it was an amazing thing. Uh, become multicultural in our work around AIDS and beginning to move out that way with um, uh, HIV uh, and as well as lesbian gay. We wrote our history of who we are. Uh, Bill Hollebaum, my wonderful dear friend who helped start this organization with me, uh, so many people. Uh, we, he and I wrote a history which I can get to you. Um, it was uh, an amazing year, I guess it was. Uh, that family camp in 1991, um, when I was coming down the hill and I felt something inside of me say, this has been done with such wonder and grace that God had partnered with us, all of us, in such a beautiful way. We had an incredible ministry to people with HIV and AIDS. I had a beautiful staff, dear friends, and it was like I felt like almost Wanda saying to me, we're head choppers, Janie, maybe, maybe you're done here. And then it frightened me to think that, you know, because I thought, when was it the last time I'd felt so good about this? And it's when I had done wonderful work in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and different places, and it was like, I wonder if I'm done. And then thinking, oh, I couldn't be, but... I thought, well, I will write my dossier and around that because someone, I think, had said that that year. It's either 90 or 90. We ought to write your dossier. So I wrote it. Sent it out and talked about Connie and my partnership and ministry that I loved and believed in. Talked about God as like my grandmother and Afghan maker and sent out my dossier never thinking that I would hear from anyone. And I remember um, um, hearing from one church in New York City and and met with that pastor there who said, uh, Connie and I were going to New York City where we started with a group of ten women, Clout, Christian Lesbians Out Together, wonderful national organization, ten of us meeting at Union, out lesbians from all different faith traditions. And I met with the pastor there um, from West Park, actually, Bob Davidson, who has since then died. And he had talked with me about if they began to look for someone, would I consider it? And I said, well, to let me know. But... You know, I thought, well, at least I was called on the phone, and, and they looked at me, and um, again, um, I would wait and just see whether I would even think about that. But after Connie and I left New York City and came back, um, we felt, um, you know, if we heard from them, 
I don't think we were New Yorkers. That that didn't seem to be a place where we felt uh, a sense of of being called. If 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 we began to even look at that, and they they had an an in, interim person who came in, and they were looking for someone, but it didn't seem right for us. So, but we were grateful that we uh, we just said no. We we didn't think that we would consider that. Um, you know, if it if it should become a viable option, that that wasn't where we would be, and then it was really um, uh, and this is I, I guess I'll so what I want to say then is that the Ministry of Light you asked about was founded in Redwoods Presbytery. I was installed by three Presbyterian churches, Christ Presbyterian, Sausalito Presbyterian, St. Andrew Presbyterian Church. I can send you that history of how we were created and so on. So I think you want me to, um, your question was, um, again, that we were the second time um, before Presbytery in January of uh, 83, I think it was, that we were invited uh, to begin that ministry, and then, like I say, in November of, no, in 82, and in November of uh, 82, became their executive director. So, though some 10 years, um, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I loved going to work every day. We catapulted into an organization that became very vital. Uh, we were interfaith, multicultural, multifaithed. And um, that's an amazing experience to have been that and really became the center for lesbian, gay, bisexual concerns. And that's when we changed our name, is when we just felt we had outgrown um, the name Ministry of Light. And there were several people who said to us, um, of, of, of other faiths, the word ministry was, was very Christian and we were so much more than Christian that we were multi-faith. So we changed the name to Spectrum Center for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual Concerns and began to become even more of a community center. It was then, too, as I was executive director, that I began also, as I thought about coming down that hill from that parents group um, that summer camp that year, that who was I really? If, if I had to really think, was I more pastor uh, as it became more and more administrative, and even though I had an incredible experience and had administrative skills and so on, what did I want to do next? That's what I had to look at. What did I want to do next? And it was really, and I'll start into this uh, tape that you wanted me, well, maybe I'll just wait and talk about how I found out about the Rochester Church. So I think... Um, Again, my life was very full. My partnership with Connie's staff, very deep. My boys had graduated from, um, or one had graduated from college and had a good job. The other one uh, was in his junior year at UC Berkeley. They were very happy. Um, my life as an open lesbian, my sexuality and spirituality were very much together. Um, the Presbyterian Church, because I was doing the specialized ministry, valued my input in the Presbytery. I was valued by my folks there. Um, 
In fact, um, it was really Dave Steele when um, we started Ministry of Light and so on who said, um, essentially, you talked about Janie Spar. She's no different than uh, you talked to me about her gifts and so on. She's no different than any than she was before. And um, so people just came to know me just because I'd been in this presbytery, married to Jim Spar, and, you know, here I am with Connie's staff, and they know me and served on lots of committees. And so it was integrated for me. Uh, and the most important thing was I could do the job that I wanted to do, and um, that is to do ministry, to do pastoral care, to teach, uh, to preach, to do education. But I was doing more than that. I had really reached in the community so that we were part of the uh, huge AIDS community and were highly valued there. We were part of the Interfaith Council. We were part of United Way. We received a United Way grant um, for our work. We became a United Way of the Bay Area Agency. We became a community center. So we were not only interfaith, but we were seen as a secular community where a lot of our work was doing support groups. We, we began support groups for lesbian, gay, bisexual people. So um, we were multidimensional in our approach. Uh, and what I loved about, I guess, Ministry of Light and Spectrum is that we came from, really tried to address the uh, political pain that was going on. Um, we helped start the, the, with many people, with Bob Harmon and others. We looked at the domestic partner um, stuff here. We celebrated the first domestic partner uh, um, ship thing in November, I think in February, Valentine's Day, 1992. Connie and I registered uh, in San Francisco and this last year registered here in our own county because of the amount of work that was being done in our county. We had become a community with our own parade here in San Rafael. Um, I was invited to be a part of 100 women um, as the only open lesbian um, women who came together in all different leaderships throughout the community. Um, I was honored um, by my community uh, in, in the Bay Area uh, with a special award. Um, I was honored in our San Rafael, uh, Old Marine County uh, in, to be a part of the Women's Hall of Fame. And for our youth and our youth group, and for our children who we had had these uh, lesbian gay parents group, what happened is I accepted all the awards, uh, an award that I was given um, by, and the reason why I mention this is so that you know that um, I accepted every award I ever got in the name of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and AIDS community of Marin County. That the reason why I could do it is because I was an open lesbian, but I hoped that, that um, our uh, youth saw that we could be free that we could be who we are, that we could um, stand for justice, that we could be open, and that we could be integral part of our community. And um, I think that was very important. Um, so I was moving in political ways. I was moving in, in ways of uh, the community seeing us. 
uh, people, they wrote about us in the paper, um, that we were seen as viable members of the Marine community as lesbian, gay, bisexual people. We had come a long way in 10 years. And it, as I think, as I thought about that, I began to wonder, so what's next, God? Do I do something? Um, what do I do next? Do I remain here, or do I go on to do um, work in, in the church or more uh, in a larger scale with the lesbian, gay, bisexual community? So I'll end this tape, and uh, thanks for listening.